Hi, my name is Leah Johnston, and my short film is called Ingrid and the Black Hole, and it is about two children imagining what it would be like to travel in time through a black hole. <laughs> um, how did the premise for this short come about? Well, um, I'm going to give some spoilers here because it's difficult to talk about a six-minute mm -hmm. film without giving too much away, but um, it is about Alzheimer's as well mm -hmm. as black holes and uh, basically um, looking at um, Alzheimer's as sort of a, uh, a metaphor, uh, black holes as a metaphor for Alzheimer's disease that you kind of get sucked in and your perception of time warps. Um, and I, I had that metaphor in my mind for a while. My grandmother was diagnosed with Alzheimer's and I had a number of relatives that have had that. And so I initially wrote it as a more kind of linear film back in like 2011 it was a really long short and not really feasible it was like 35 minutes long okay. and so I scrapped it but I didn't let go of the themes and when I moved home in um, 2013 to make another film I was looking after my grandmother um, who has Alzheimer's and I sort of had a eureka kind of moment where I um, was able to rethink the idea reimagine it into a much shorter condensed version which is the version that is playing at the festival that's quite a lot of work, especially yeah. for short films. Yeah, it was kind of in the... I mean, I feel like there's a lot of um, ideas you have as a you know, content creator that don't always come to fruition, but you kind of keep it in the mental bank. Right. You know, it's not like you're... Even though I thought of the idea four or five years ago, I haven't been working on it constantly since then. It's kind of just been there, and then you hope that maybe you can take a piece of that, and at some point it'll all come together and make sense. Right. So. Um, speaking of being six minutes... Mm -hmm. How did you find, did you do any of the editing yourself? I did, right. yeah, I edited it. Um, thank you for reminding me. So what is it like knowing where it started and how it's going to end up? Because I hear from different filmmakers that once you're making short films, that's where it's a lot of the um, skills come in. Mm -hmm. In sort of creating a good enough narrative to capture your audience in mm -hmm. a very limited amount of time. Yeah, it's definitely challenging. I've made four shorts now, and this is the shortest one. Mm -hmm. And, of course, like with shorts, that's sort of the aim is the shorter the better because it can fit into a lot more programs, and you want exposure, you know, mm -hmm. with your shorts. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's always a surprise from beginning to end. You know, it, it every, you know, from the time you write it, it's a different film from when you make it and then... I, or shoot it rather, and then from when you edit it, it's a whole other version. So this film was very, um, the narrative's not totally linear. Um, it's like, because it's about time travel and black holes, it's sort of like bending time in the film and kind of experimenting with going back and forth in time. So it was quite challenging, and I didn't know, it was a very difficult script to read because I'm trying to write that into the script. And then once you edit it, like when I, I was really afraid to open the edit because... I didn't know if the film would really work. It was basically like a, I had um, a $35,000 grant to make it, and it was a $35,000 experiment in my mind. Like, I knew it could work, but it once it kind of came together, it was a big sigh of relief that you could see that the stuff, the weird transitions and stuff I did in camera, you don't know if all of them will work. So most of them thankfully did, and, um, you know, it's always a surprise. It always is a little different than what you envisioned initially, just the nature of it. Um, can you speak a bit about the cast? Uh, how did you sure. work with them? Uh, it was a very large cast because mm -hmm. I had because it was about time travel. We're seeing people from young children mm -hmm. to adults to old people right. and back and forth. 
So the challenge was being in Nova Scotia and being um, an actor a project, so I had to use union actors, um, finding actors that actually looked like each other mm-hmm. through d- three different, you know, time periods in their lives um, in the union, which is just, you know, it's just this very small pool of actors in Nova Scotia. So it was just a really long casting process. And, you know, you couldn't just cast one actor that you thought was the best for the role. You had to cast the actors that looked I mean I thought they I we did end mm-hmm. up with the best actors but it was you know it's you also have to take into consideration whether they look like each other mm-hmm. so you know there were some strong actors as well that you know I like them a lot but they didn't always have someone that they could transition into mm-hmm. um so I I was really grateful that after a long searching process I was able to find excellent actors to fill all those different positions but it was a real challenge yeah. And during filming, did you give them specific instructions, especially with the younger actors, anything like that? Yeah, I rehearse um, my actors. Like I started out in theater, so I'm big on rehearsal and process and stuff. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I kind of got them together early, and we figured out some blocking. There was a lot of um, kind of intricate camera blocking because, like I said, time travel and sure. the camera is kind of doing weird tricks. So it was important to me to work with the actors beforehand, especially the children, um, so that they understood there's times when they look directly at the camera lens and anyone that's trained in film is like, what? You want me to look at the lens? Um, so, yeah, I, I kind of work with them beforehand, and then, you know, we just went for it on set. And, right. Yeah. And um, what's been the reception so far? It's been great. It's definitely been, um, I think, in terms of, um, you know, festival play and stuff, it's been the most successful of my shorts. Um, it uh, premiered in the Not Short on Talent at Cannes, and then it Played, it had its official premiere at Fantasia, and it's um, it's gone to a, a number of festivals, and it's been really great. Um, I'm really happy that people like it, and I think most people um, have some sort of experience with Alzheimer's themselves. So when they kind of put those pieces together at the end of the film, um, you know, it's nice that it is reaching people on a personal level mm-hmm. um, that they can relate to from knowing someone that has this disease. It's pretty universal. So Yeah, that's uh, sort of another question I was curious about. Has anyone from, you know, given you personal feedback yeah. about it or any organizations that have dealt with Alzheimer's? I, I, like I haven't that? actually, like, approached any mm-hmm. Alzheimer's organizations. I was actually considering maybe once the festival kind of run is over of... Or even now, I suppose I could do it. I just have a lot on the go, and I haven't, you know, I forget to do that. But I have gotten some, like, personal letters or just people coming up to me after the film and kind of sharing their experiences of, of um, knowing people that have the disease or family members. So that's been really nice. It's kind of cathartic for people. And one note that I got that really moved me was I wasn't able to be at the... Um, the showcase at Edmonton International Film Festival, but I got a letter from someone that their um, grandmother had just passed away, and they saw the film, and because it it, it kind of takes a more hopeful mm-hmm. um, approach to the disease, um, the idea that someone suffering from Alzheimer's is often blissfully ignorant of what's going on, it's more painful to watch, and so I think um, they, they felt that it was very cathartic for them to see that after wondering kind of how much their their grandparent had suffered mm-hmm. and feeling like you know maybe they were at peace on some level so mm-hmm. you know that was really moving for me to mm-hmm. to get that letter and of course it's personal to me too because my grandmother is 
Alzheimer's and sort of approaching the late stages of that. So mm -hmm. it's a nice way of processing. Yeah, what's happening currently. Yeah, and it's nice um, about films you can process your own personal <laughs> stuff. I think that's art in general. Right? Yeah, it's therapy, process. free therapy. Totally. <laughs> um, so. You're a short filmmaker. You know, plans for anything other than shorts? Any features? Yeah, I have a feature I'm trying to write mm -hmm. and just trying to carve out time to kind of finish that. And um, yeah, just I, I'm, I think of shorts as sort of the training ground to, to get to features and hopefully um, be directing kind of full time is the, is the dream, I suppose. And yeah, so, so I'll be writing um, my feature coming up. Good luck with that. Thank you very much. Um, can you remind us where do we find you online and mm -hmm. where do we find information about your film? So the film has a website and it's just ingridandtheblackhole.com. Um, and there's also information on me and the film on my website, which is just my name, leahjohnston.com. And you can see my other films and my other photography work and what whatever you want, really. It's all on my site. So, yeah. Thanks, Leah. Thank you very much.